Welcome to The 12 Fears of Christmas, starring Becky Marie hey. and the lovely Harper. Yeah. She's on my arm, so I'm trapped. I can't move. Yeah. You know, I see your hat where it's talking about being naughty or nice. Oh, yeah. You, uh, see? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're, you said you were going to wear a Santa hat, and I was, you know, I just envisioned the traditional Santa hat, because, you know, I'm very traditional. <laughs> okay, this, this one, by the way, yeah, this one's going to take a while, because we got on a lot the, to say on this. On the third day, it'll be the second creepy song. <laughs> Wait a minute. I said you were going to do the singing. Why am I doing this? I don't know, because you're so good at it. I but I, we need to release the video of you singing. You look, I don't even know what the word is. Like, you're a maestro. Oh, 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 oh. oh yeah, I didn't do my thing. Sometimes when I sing, I do that thing where I hold my ear and, like, do this. Because <laughs> you're badass that way. That's right. That's right. Yes, actually, I'm not going to say I'm a good singer, because I'm, I, I don't consider myself a good singer. But I did, a, did do a little bit of musical theater. And I was, I would always be the comedic singing person. All right. So quit staring at your cat. Focus on me. <laughs> Just kidding. How can I stop? She's the cutest fucking thing you've ever seen. Look at yeah, this. I know she's pretty cute. Um, so did your family do a lot of Christmas caroling? No. <laughs> <laughs> Hell no. Like what are your parents? No, that was not their bag. Okay. So I'm going to just tell you a little secret about me. When I was a little kid, I'm like nine years old. My family, when we went to church, we'd always sit on the front row and people called me songbird. Now, I don't think it was a compliment. Oh, <laughs> you're just the loudest fucking person in, this, oh, yeah. in the, in the uh, um, church of Christ. I would just belt that crap yeah. out. Yeah. I mean, I think I would throw the song leader off. Another side note, any Christmas carols I sang were secular and at home because the Church of Christ doesn't believe in celebrating uh, Christmas as Jesus's birth. Gotcha. So, but my family was super into the secular Christmas. And so we did Christmas caroling and we'd sing songs and rounds and and I loved entertaining our guests. I don't know how much our guests loved my entertaining. Oh, songbird. <laughs> start calling you songbird please do yeah i'm sure like when my parents had friends over because my parents didn't drink either so people were listening to this crazy ass nine-year-old singing songs for hours sober <laughs> <laughs> i don't care how much you you love the lord that's got to be oh, taxing no. right how <laughs> oh, on earth do you get through that i don't know even talking about it makes me want to have a drink yeah can you imagine oh uh, hey we're like halfway through we haven't even talked about songs yet <laughs> i know this is, how bad we are this. This is why when we drove from lubbock to houston we ended up at your house in waco well, all right so i found this article in the atlantic from 2018 which sort of explains the history of christmas carolers so like many early Christian rituals, singing carols was a holdover from the winter feast celebration of Saturnalia, when the celebrants drank and danced around nativity scenes in the same way that they had done with drunken abandon as a part of the pagan festivals. So essentially, there's this pagan festival, kind of like, did you see that movie Midsommar? 
Oh my God. <laughs> my criminology friends from Cambridge, you better remember when we watched that in the basement of the criminology building. Imagine mid- Midsommar, now everybody's been forced to become Christian and they're like, hey, it's that celebration now. I know what we'll do. We'll put a nativity scene on the pyre and dance around that and drink and sing Oh Silent Night or whatever they sang, right? Whatever the fuck they sang back then. Yeah, yeah exactly. You know those, those druid Christmas carols. I mean, those must have right. been exactly. happening. So the church was like, eh, this is really not what we had in mind. You know, you guys need to tone it down. So they kept working on toning it down, toning it down. And then, dun, 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 the Puritans come in. And the Puritans put caroling to a halt. In fact, apparently in 1640, Christmas was canceled. I don't know if you know that. <laughs> 1640? Well, I think we all remember 1640 when those Puritans came in and exactly said, no Christmas. Yeah, so, so the, there was a literal war on Christmas. It was a lit- the yeah. far right is always claiming a stupid yeah. fucking war on Christmas. They actually canceled it that year. That's right. And, and Bill O'Reilly probably doesn't realize that it was Christians that canceled it. Because <laughs> the rise of the Puritans brought a halt to caroling of all types in England and North America. Puritans argued that the celebration of Christmas had no biblical roots, condemned the holiday's pagan roots, and blamed the Catholic Church for embellishing the day with excessive ritual and pageantry. So as I mentioned, 1640, Christmas was canceled and they imposed strict penalties on anyone found celebrating it. The Puritan authorities thought that singing carols was one of the gravest offenses because the practice could be traced to singing to the goddess Circes and because caroling also involved heavy drinking and lewd conduct. So apparently these early Christian celebrations were like office Christmas parties. Right. All right. So in Scotland, Calvinist authorities cracked down on carolers singing especially hard. Those who invited holidays. Did you just say especially? Especially. Did you just say? I think you might have said especially. Especially. Thank you. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) It's Christmas. No, it's Christmas. It's Christmas, so I'm adding an X to everything. <laughs> X, 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 okay. Yeah. All right. Those who invited holiday singers into their homes could be fined five pounds. The city of Aberdeen, more than a dozen women were arrested one Christmas for the crime of singing of filthy carols on Yule Day. <laughs> filthy carols. Oh. At least one Calvinist minister denounced the singing of carols as on par with the sin of fornication. What? Yeah. I mean, can we weigh it a little bit? <laughs> Everyone knows fornicating is like the worst thing, right? Yeah, I mean. Or the best thing, whatever your perspective. But I want to know what those carols were that those ladies were singing. Yeah, I want the Calvinist era Christmas carols. I want to know. I'm going to look it up. I mean, I didn't. Was it like didn't limericks? Know. Like there once was a girl from Nantucket, you know, and then that was too much for the church. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what would follow that in a filthy carol, but if anyone, if anyone wants to write us uh, what would follow that in a filthy carol, <laughs> we will read it. We will absolutely read that. I will even sing it for you. Yeah. My bu- gorgeous singing voice. Oh, look at Harper. Look how sweet she is. Yeah, she likes it. She likes yeah, this segment. Um, so cut to modern day, obviously. So in the 50s and 60s, really even before that, in America, we started recording a lot of 
Christmas songs and the Christmas songs that we enjoy today have become really popular. Yeah, apparently that's the fastest way to get rich. You, just might, you cover a Christmas song and you are loaded. But I, I think with these Christmas songs, they, they play on the radio so much and we've had them our whole lives. We don't think about the words, right? We just sing them and it's like, whatever. Uh, there's a lot of creepy Christmas songs. Uh, Santa Claus is coming to town. He sees you oh, when you're sleeping. <laughs> he knows when you're awake. I mean, come on. And I'm also like, what is his standard for deciding who's naughty or nice? I don't know what his metric uh, is. Uh, yeah. Uh, I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus. Creepy. I don't know why children aren't afraid of Rudolph and Frosty. Those are two really creepy songs. Santa baby creeps me oh, out. Oh, that song, you want me to jump off? Jump right off the cliff? That You play that song for me? Santa baby. There will be a me-shaped hole in that wall over there like <laughs> Bugs Bunny just to get out of here. Oh, I'm going to make a list of all the things you don't like and then have like a party where it's like Santa babies playing. And, and I'm pretty uh, sure there's not a long enough piece of paper <laughs> to make a list of all the things that I don't like. <laughs> don't know if you've noticed this, but... So... <laughs> My my uncles and aunts all have like really sick senses of humor. And and so at Christmas time, they just like nothing but filthy carols, like the Calvinist women. So they would bring tapes of this one thing. It was called the Bob Rivers Christmas. But they have a rendition of God Rest Ye Merry Gentlemen that's changed to the restroom door said gentlemen. It's like my oh favorite my Christmas song. I, I love it. Okay. <laughs> Anyway, uh, of the others that I found on wickedlocal.com, five creepy songs for your holiday playlist. Do you know what the song Winter Wonderland is about? In the meadow, we can build a snowman. That yeah, one, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So the guy who wrote it in 1934, Richard Smith, was in a sanitarium dying of tuberculosis. Oh my God. Yeah. The last wishes of a dying man. Yeah. Wow. And then uh, I'll be home for Christmas. And, Makes me uh, want to puke, yes. Yeah, yeah. well, it, it was written by a guy during World War II that yeah. didn't think he would ever make it home. That part I knew, yeah. So welcome to now fuck over your Christmas memories, everyone, <laughs> while we just like hammer on every last possible joy yeah. you might get out of it and package that up as a podcast episode. All right, perfect. <laughs> hey, I just want you to be educated, that's all. Hey, I, at least I started out not liking Christmas songs. No, I'm sorry. I want you to be edutained. <laughs> Don't you hate that? <laughs> I'm edutaining you. Do you think that we are offering enough irritainment for people? <laughs> <laughs> Are you in fact irritated? Okay. <laughs> Are you not irritated? <laughs> Love, Love it. All right. So I've got two songs in particular I want to analyze or break down. Uh, the first is the 12 days of Christmas because that's what our pod podcast is based on, right? The 12 fears of Christmas. Okay. Is it based on something horrible or? It's actually based on something interesting. So a number of articles, including this one on Vox from December 1st of 2020 called 12 Days of Christmas, the story behind the holiday's most annoying carol, says the, the true origins of this song is something called Memories and Forfeits Game. Have you watched the latest uh, season of The Crown? Yes. Okay, so there's an episode where they're at Bamoral Castle 
and they're playing a game with Margaret Thatcher where they're, yeah. that's what that's this what is. is. Okay. So this is a drinking game Okay. where you start drinking and then you go around the room singing. And then if you can't remember all the things, then you either have to give someone a kiss or you get a stamp on your head or something like that. You get really drunk in this game. Yeah, I bet. So I guess the earliest version of this appeared in a children's book from 1780 called Mirth Without Mischief. Sounds like a riveting children's book. <laughs> right? Mommy, can you read me Mirth Without Mischief again? <laughs> oh, God. Can, can you imagine? No. There's bears abating, ships a-sailing, obviously pod coasts uh whatever like we made up. I don't pod know. coasts a coasting i don't know <laughs> yeah, yeah anyway and there's different versions of the song where it's the singer's mother is the gift giver which makes a whole lot more sense because this is a kind of a crappy list of gifts and it's very bird themed very bird heavy yes yeah <laughs> so if you received this gift from your true love mm -hmm. there it would be 23 birds 49 people and five gold rings. <laughs> so, so apparently a lot of people have gotten into calculating different things about the song. Mm -hmm. And there's this company called PNC Financial Services that does an annual Christmas price index. And they calculated the cost of giving all the gifts in the song based on current market rates for 20 How do they calculate drummers, dancers, and maids milking? Well, well, I'm I'm assuming that they just calculated what it would cost to bring someone in to drum or oh to bring in a, a dancer and to bring in okay yeah, I don't think this is a human trafficking thing I really thought that's where you were going with it I was no, like wow, no 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 I don't yeah we've they they aren't like pulling maids and milking off of like some shipping truck or something there right. yeah <laughs> so apparently the total for the gifts if you were just taking the items on face value would be. $38,993.59. But if you counted each mention of them separately, it would be $170,298.03. My goodness. And in total, that would be 364 gifts. Another author from Atlantic Magazine named Olga Kazan created what she called the 12 Days of Christmas Diet. She calculated the calories in a serving of each bird mentioned in the song, offset them with the calories burned by various activities, milking, leaping, dancing, etc. You ate all the birds in one day, including a pheasant pie, but not including all the trimmings for the other dishes and subtracted the energy you expanded from milking, dancing, and leaping, and drumming, you would consume 2,384 calories. So that's not too bad. Yeah, who really. did this calculation? Like, how much time do you have on your hands, girl? <laughs> well, and then one more calculation for you on this song, which is okay. the average American Christmas meal is 4,500 calories. And if you wanted to burn off that meal by singing the song, how many times do you think you would have to sing? <laughs> I'm fearing mathematicians with too much time on their hands right now. <laughs> 300 times. So 17.5 hours of singing that song would burn off the Christmas meal. And 
I don't know if they're singing them as exuberantly as as I did as young songbird. (laughs) (laughs) So we will wrap this up right now and you will hear the next part of whatever Christmas carol is scaring the shit out of Marie right now uh, on tomorrow's 12 Fears of Christmas. Fear that the amount of information I provided on Christmas caroling is causing Becky to fear the next episode. (laughs) (laughs) I fear if Marie quotes another statistic to me, I may fall asleep on my cat. (laughs) 